Let's get yeah. on with the show. Bring, bring, roll 50, 30 seconds, sting. Hello and welcome to the video legend. We are in all sorts of trouble here with NBN and everybody trying to work at once. Oh my God. But the show, as I say, must go on. So we're reverting over to Zoom for the time being to see if we can continue working through it. Uh, I'm Chris from Rich Films and we're Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us and I hope you're safe. How do you keep your remote team engaged is the topic of today because Australian businesses are advancing rapidly when it comes to video communications. And today we're going to take you behind the scenes of the professional training and coaching industry with video legend in the making, Arabella McPherson from Resonate Communications and discuss news trends and insights and show you how to keep your remote team engaged through the likes of Zoom video conferencing and how you get the most out of it. And if you like the show and want your questions answered, then please write a comment in and Arabella and us will get, do our best to get back to you. Um, and of course, if you have little to no knowledge of video marketing, then this workshop as well would be great for you. It's going to simplify the endless variables of producing videos with a range of ideas to connect you with your sales team, marketing, internal comms and all done in a COVID world. So if you're interested in the video marketing workshop, it's a monthly workshop via Zoom, then please um, put your comments in below and we will do our best to connect you up. May 13th, June 6th, July 7th, register at richfilms.com.au forward slash events. And it would mean the world to me to have you there. Well, hello, Brendan. Hello, Arabella. Brendan is my favorite video marketing expert and co-host and Arabella is just a sweetheart. Look at the two of these people. Look at them. And Brandon, you look like you're in a bit of uh, you look, look different to, to what you looked last week. What's happened, mate? Well, I've got some wonderful news. <laughs> we have transferred my DIY video studio across to Arabella. Ooh. And now I look wonderful. <laughs> Maybe not. And Arabella looks brilliant. <laughs> exactly. I'm saddened. I am saddened to hear of your loss uh, and to end up with such a bleak and boring webcam. But look, on the bright side, Arabella looks wonderful. If you're new to Zoom, uh, things have changed so rapidly. And uh, what's more important is that video conference is now such a big part of our lives. And Arabella McPherson is the director and communications coach at Resonate Communications that focuses on creating outstanding leaders, engaging speakers and influential communicators. And Resonate Communications has been trusted by over 500 executives in the world from beginners right through to politicians and CEOs. Improve your ability to become influential, present with impact and inspire through leadership. The more conscious you get about your presenting yourself, the easier it is to perfect, right, Arabella? And if you've had some, I've had some training from Arabella and the experience has been absolutely amazing. She'll give you all the tools that you need and you'll be able to take them through every day. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. And Brendan, thank you so much for your studio. I saw you having this incredible camera lighting and I thought, I need that. So thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> have you, Arabella, I'm curious. I'm, I've got to know, have you ever felt nervous about presenting? Yes. Yeah, I have felt nervous. I remember, I remember <laughs> presenting to 
a sales team in one of our top tech companies about 10 years ago and my knee was shaking backwards and forwards as I was coaching them on confidence. Uh, so that was, uh, no, it was 13 years ago. It was a long time ago. And uh, I learned straight away what it was like to feel nervous in front of an audience and what you need to do in order to change that. But thankfully, coming from an acting and opera singing background, that's meant that I've often been in front of an audience standing up. My first opera was when I was 14 at the Opera House with Baz Luhrmann directing. So I've been on stage a lot, but it changes depending on which stage you're on and the audience you're dealing with and the content you need to deliver and how confident you are with that content. So yes, I have felt nervous. In fact, sometimes I get nervous if I'm not nervous because I get worried that I don't care enough or that I don't have the adrenaline or the nerves to help me connect with my audience because those nerves can be a good thing. And what is the, one of the most significant moments, either good or bad, that you've had in your whole presenting career? One of the most significant moments? Ah, well, it happened only just before lockdown, so about five weeks ago. I was asked to speak at a conference. In fact, we were offered a 10-minute pitch section and I applied for it and was able to pitch alongside nine other people. And we had 10 minutes to convince the audience of uh, our worth so that we could win an $850 bottle of Grange red wine. And it was one of the most exciting times because I thought I'll give myself 10 minutes to put this whole audience in the deepest trance possible. And guess what? <laughs> I got the Grange. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Look, you, you, we've gone through this presenting experience before. I've, I've been taught by, by the best, by yourself, and learnt some amazing things along the way. And, of course, you've come and done some work and some, some videos with us over the years. And through that process, I've learnt, you know, some of the things to come out of that is you worry about what your audience will think do as a result of doing something bad you're worried that they know more than you this internal dialogue starts no one is immune from nerves when presenting how do you overcome that that's a good question and first of all can i say that you guys have the best quality video studio and filming that i've ever come across so uh and i've shot Obviously, being an actress, I've shot with a lot of camera people over the years. But walking into your studio is phenomenal. And the training that you gave me to present on camera in a very short period of time was excellent. It was to the point. So, bravo to you. Uh, how to deal with nerves when presenting. It comes down to a few different factors. And one of them is preparation. And I know that you guys are very strong on preparation as well. And this doesn't mean that you have to know everything before you get up in front of that group of people, but you do need to know the process. So you do need to know how to interact with your audience, regardless of whether it's your best man speech at a, at a wedding or whether it's presenting in front of the board or pitching a new idea. You really need to know what is my process because we all have processes, don't we? I mean, I don't know how long it takes you guys to get ready in the morning. How long does it take, <laughs> Brendan, to do your hair? Hours? My, my hair, honestly, it takes, yeah, days even. Days, exactly. You just don't leave the house. If you know on a Sunday, you've got to, yeah, exactly. But you have a process. It takes you about, about an hour or 45 minutes to leave the home. How long does it take? 
Well, I'm not in no time now. I just chuck on some pants and a shirt, rock up, away we go. Maybe I'll do my hair. (laughs) This is true. We don't even leave the home, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even wearing pants. Oh, too, too much information. This is, this is all getting a bit hot already, Chris. <laughs> actually, actually, I'll tell you, my wife this morning got all dressed up for me and I'm like, you're doing this via Zoom, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, what, what's with the whole, what, why are you, you know, I think it's a psychological thing. I was like, are you going to put on heels as well or what are we doing here? Like, are you going the full hog? Is, it, yeah. is that what you're going to, anyway, it's quite, it is interesting because literally everyone is going to be filmed from the, um, from the waist up, but it was funny because I had a video lined up if we had the, the full, the, the full live show going, which was a viral video of um, about 10 people in a zoom meeting. And you may have seen it, but mm. on, if you look on the far left of screen, a woman yeah. takes off and she goes into the bathroom and, and I've to take a leak and, she, and she's been, and she's been videoed along the way. Uh, it's, it's so, it's so right now, isn't it? I mean, it's so relevant. People are forced now to show themselves in video, mm. you know, and, you know, unfortunately, whether you like it or not, whether you like to present, I mean, of course you can do it via, via audio and, and all that, but the dumb thing now, if you're speaking to your team is that everyone's there and you can gauge people's interest, I guess, by what, you see on their face. Um, mm. Tell me, I'm really interested. What does the future look like for public speaking now? Get good at camera. <laughs> Get good at working on camera. That's for sure. Uh, I remember as an actress, when I first started out or as an actor, I would set up my video camera in the sitting room and I would have it on all day as I would make my breakfast, my lunch, watch TV, do whatever I do because you need to get really comfortable with the camera and see the camera as another person or see the camera as just something that is your friend. (laughs) And when you live alone like me, there's not (laughs) a lot of friends with COVID. But, yeah, so using the camera as, as a tool is really, really important because whether we go back to face-to-face meetings, if you're really good at using the camera, then you're going to be phenomenal in face-to-face meetings. So it's about nailing that, that element. And you're talking about consciousness, right? I mean, we, we, I made mention yeah. uh, about it at the start of the, the interview, but you really are trying to get people to understand that what happens here is not always what's happening here. That, you know, mm. uh, I say this often is the, uh, your brain lies to you, the camera doesn't. Mm. It's, a, it's a common thing. And, and it's just few, just sheerly yeah. through the fact that people don't know what they don't know about what their, what, what their expression is mm. giving off. And it's about yeah. you know, manipulating the, the uh, conscious brain um, or the unconscious or brain to, to act, to wake up to these things. Yeah. I like to use the word influencing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's the, as primal beings, which we are, we are scared of two different things. The first thing is we're scared of not being good enough. I'm not competent enough. I'm not responsible enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not accepted for who I am. And I'm not alive. Lots of different reasons why we don't feel good enough. I'm not experienced enough. I'm not prepared enough. And the second fear is that if I'm not good enough, then I'm going to be rejected. And that won't, I won't be able to survive because we're tribal. We come from tribes. And if you weren't, if you were rejected from your tribe, then you couldn't survive. 
And so that primal brain is making a lot of our decisions for us. And you're right. We have to have a conversation with our unconscious brain and say, it's okay. It's actually not about me. It's all about the other person. Can I help them? What do they need right now? What are their biggest problems, issues, and questions? And if I answer them, then they're not going to care if I'm tall, short, fat, skinny, French, Japanese. They don't care. All they care about is, can I help them? You are in a zone of, of, of sort of the, the psychological benefits of, of communication. And, you know, we understand that these are exceptional times where everybody's been thrown into to the Zoom meetings and therefore there's varying degrees of quality in terms of, of, of visual quality. And some people will be silhouettes, some people will be filming from their car, some people will be taking a leak on the toilet. Um, you've taken the leap to upgrade the, to the Ridge Films DIY desktop studio. There's so many mm. psychological things to come out of, of looking beautiful, of, of, of taking the effort. And whilst I think that these are exceptional times and that people are forgiving in terms of quality and in terms of, you know, poor sound and all that, because, you know, it's, it's such a, a rapid change. Um, but over time, do you believe that these the technicalities, the, the way they present, taking the effort, being prepared, um, creating a positive first impression will change the way people perceive you? Absolutely. And if we go back to the unconscious brain, the unconscious brain picks up on so many things the conscious brain isn't even aware of. And so even if people are forgiving about the sound or the picture or uh, the lighting and Sometimes it can be a way of building rapport with the other person because they might also have a child screaming in the background or dogs barking or all sorts of things happening. However, over time, you're right, the, it starts to impact your personal brand. And that's why, especially for me as a communications coach, that is why I took that leap and invested in a kit because my brand is really important to me. And I don't want people to be caught up in, can I hear them? Why do they look like that? I can't see them properly. I want them to be able to shift and change from where they are to where they need to be. And for that to happen on an unconscious level without all the extra stuff going on that might distract or hmm. prevent them from accepting that information in that moment. So you must be 100% all in on NBN and any high-speed stuff that you're going to be coming your way, I'm sure. But, um, Brendan, I'm going to make sure that you've got a question ready, so I'm going to give you time to prepare that. But um, more and more executives now presenting to their teams mm. and doing the same type of thing internally that you're talking about. What advice would you give to keep your remote team happy, engaged, you know, present it all professionally? rather than going to the toilet midway through a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that was gold <laughs> and everyone's biggest fear. How to do it professionally for a team leader or a manager or a CEO or an executive. And the advice I'm going to give is, is quite controversial <laughs> and that is to stop doing so many meetings and to shift uh, your meetings to more of a 
written format. So putting all of your ideas and your thoughts in long form, writing it, and then sending it to the other person or group of people who need to communicate on that. So they can then think, reflect, and respond. Now, it does take maybe two or three more days, but the decisions that are made are way better. If you are getting on camera, you therefore know that it has to be short, succinct, and well-prepared. I just used the rule of three, short, succinct, and well-prepared. And that's, that's what you want to be doing is thinking of the, what are the three main things that I need to get across right now. Using huge amounts of empathy, which is one of the greatest emotions for building rapport, but also making sure that you are so clear on what you want your audience to think, feel, and do by the end of that conversation. Because if you're not clear, then no one's going to be, especially when you have to get past that video lens to connect with the other people. I don't, I don't want to interject because I, I'm, I'm sure there's more, <laughs> uh, but look, uh, I'm going to let Brennan maybe have a crack. Would you have a question, Brennan? Sure. Um, so I just remembered you, you posted a, um, like a how to guide on, on online meetings. Is that? Mm. I did. Yeah, we might even post that in, in the link. Yeah, go for it. When, when this goes mm. live. But, um, yeah. Look, I suppose my quick question is, um, are you able to kind of just walk us through some of your, your product offerings and, and how that may help? Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> what we're working on at the moment is remoteworksupport.com and it is a platform that we are creating so that we can help companies look after their employees because we're running online courses. We're running Present with Presence, Influential Conversations Online, Leadership Essentials Online, which are weekly courses where we have an hour or two hours with a team. And then we meet with them the following week and the following week. And what we're finding is that people's uh, ability to cope with what's going on is going like this. And I can say for myself, it's the same. So we had a group recently, the first week, they were all okay. The second week, half of them were very distressed. And so using, using your ability to connect with people and understanding what they need right now is, is I mean, that's totally obvious, but really crucial. <laughs> but it's hard because the managers and the leaders are also dealing with their whole family being at home. This is not just let's work from home because the olden day let's work from home was I'm going to work from home for one day. I'll push all my face-to-face -face meetings back to another day. I'll do all the other things that I have to do in a face-to-face -face element on Thursday or Friday and Wednesday I'll work from home. Whereas we're being asked to transplant the office into your home, not only into your home, but with everything else going on with your partner, family, worry, money, stress, all sorts of things. In fact, I had uh, a call with someone recently and it was really echoey and it turned out they were in their, their bathroom because their partner was in, they, they, they weren't going to the bathroom, Chris, don't worry. <laughs> but that was the only place where they could get four walls around them so that they could be quiet. Another call I had with someone else uh, had a screaming one-year-old on the line at the same time. And that was a really interesting conversation. Uh, so it's not just working from home. It's working from home with all of this pressure. I know this is all really obvious, but if you look at companies that have been working from home for a long time, for example, WordPress or 
what's a base camp? They're a fantastic example. In fact, he's written a book called Remote Work. He wrote it about six years ago and it's still a classic, but it says you have to change the way you work. You can't sit on endless video meetings one after the other after the other. If you do have a video meeting, make sure it's impactful, make sure it's something where you're working on something, but talking about working on something can be covered in a different way. I think Brand over. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, thank you for that. I think you've, um, you know, post COVID, there's going to, going to be a lot of changes to the way we communicate, I think. And it's mm. um, probably going to be a lot of pre-preparation, well, preparation in terms of what those messages need to be and how best to communicate them. So yeah, yeah. I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head. A lot of it also comes down to treating adults like adults. So not making them be on uh, five meetings a day back to back on video calls, making sure that the only meetings that they're on on a video call is impactful, that they're giving their full attention and energy. They've turned off all their notifications. They're prepared and they're ready to work on something. And that's, that's where it becomes really crucial. I feel uh, my heart aches for people when I go on to have a session with them and they've just had six back-to-back sessions and they're beside themselves because they just can't do that. So it's treating adults like adults and allowing them to work out how they're going to work their day. There are actually three stages when we're looking at remote work. And the first one is transplanting the office into your home and That's what most companies have done. And that's okay. That's the first step. (laughs) It's okay. It's looking at, okay, how do we deliver the same amount of work at the same level in a different environment? And as I said, a pressured environment. Stage two is when you stop trying to replicate the office at home and you say, okay, we need to change this altogether. We need to change how we work. And we're not going to do endless chats backwards and forwards. We're going to write, put our ideas together on one uh, document and send it to people so that they can then stop, reflect, and then comment. And we can come to a decision like that so that when you are face-to-face, you are working on something really, really important. And the third stage is Nirvana. And that's when you're purely working on a basis of what is my output what do i need to get done and i will organize how i get that done and we have uh, and and you have incredible ways of working to get there uh i say that's nirvana because there's very few companies that have done that and it's very very challenging but it has to change it has to completely change another really important thing to look at is how people work together and groups of three or pods of three are suggested to be the most effective way of getting people to work together. Two or three people, never more. Because if you have meetings with 10 people on, people are switching off, they're distracted, they're not not necessarily needed. So it may be controversial. (laughs) Use your camera and use it well and use it only when you need to sparingly to have impact. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, we're so with you and we are an advantage, you know, we've made the transition to a more video conferencing, video centric, putting video first world, you know, really 12 months ago where we changed our whole sales process to stop driving and wasting a lot of time 
um, for, for very little reward to, to clients' premises and going into this interactive uh, environment via Zoom. And it just changed our business. We, we became way more efficient. Mm. The sales process got tightened up because mm. we had uh, more important things to yeah. say. And we also knew how to cope with the technicalities of connecting. So we don't waste time if things aren't working. We immediately re- revert to a, to a telephone call. And that's, in most cases, we'll, we'll do the job. And there's plenty of opportunity. If you have a DIY studio, you're looking to invest in a DIY studio, there's plenty of opportunity to present yourself to prospective customers or your team or whatever through this journey. If you have several interactions with them, it will happen at some point. So don't be mm-hmm. worried if it doesn't work for you. Um, you know, when you're still learning uh, about how to kind of implement video correctly, it'll happen over time. And, you know, it is high impact. We know mm. that this is high impact. Huh. It'll take a accrual of skills over time. It'll take some confidence with the camera, you know, but it is all gearing up to, towards being more authentic, being, having something to say. And in often cases, and this is why the DIY studio is built, you know, proliferation beats perfection in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. you know, doing going through that process of being vulnerable vulnerable goes a long way in terms of recipient really buying into who you are what you're about and whether or not they'd like to do business with you and we know that you know i think it's a tenth of a second people make those critical decisions based on emotion of whether to do business or not with you and that happens either in a live scenario like this or in a um, video pl- replay or a video on your website. You know, they're making those critical decisions very early um, as to, where, to what happens next. Look, it's um, probably a half an hour show here at the moment. And so if there are no more questions, uh, thank you so much. That is so many valued tips there. I think the one I love the most is, you know, uh, do less video calls. And I think that's actually really, really gold for a, for a, a executive doing, going through that team, team environment, you know? Um, and I think that's a really important thing to consider in this world moving forward. Arabella, could I, you are. Could I, could I just qualify that very quickly? Uh, because you're right. It, video is the future and that right now they say that people making lots of panic decisions oh no we have to pivot or we have to change direction we have to do this or that and the the biggest piece of advice is do not spend anything do not spend do not invest just sit and look and plan however (laughs) video is something that is never going to go away and it's just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and so that is why I chose to invest in a video studio. So yes, do less video calls, but do invest in getting it right when you do. There's a repetitious behavior happening with the people that are investing in this DIY, Ridge Trump's DIY studio. And that is that they have probably already considered or have bought their own equipment beforehand. Mm. So they've dabbled in it. They've decided that they need a tripod and camera and somebody's mm-hmm. talked them into maybe getting some lights and what have you there's a huge disconnect or a huge leap between having that equipment sitting, uh, collecting dust and actually having a strong, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to like point the finger or whatever, but, um, and and actually having some strong communication that is made easy to, Mm. to get out. And, and, you know, like this is what we've built is, is taking the pain away and the, uh, the, the unknowns and the technicalities from this experience, one button push and up you go and up you're running. And it's like this every single time. This isn't, this doesn't change. You know what I mean? It's not like and, we dismantle the yeah. camera and go and use it outside. It's here no. and it's always ready to go. 
And even when Brendan sent me a video of his home video, his home office setup was so great. <laughs> he showed me Ralph, his dog, on his treadmill underneath the table. and It was awesome. So sending video emails, pff, amazing. And they, I, I would say 99% of my emails are text-based. Uh, no one's really doing video emails, and that's something that I'd like to do more of as well. So. And like, yeah. I mean, look, the case studies are out, you know, they're, they're already happening yeah. right now. We just closed another studio yesterday Yay. Um, from somebody that, yeah, thank yeah. you. From, from somebody <laughs> that, that had like yourself who had invested in, in some equipment, the Canon 700D, can I plug that into yeah. your system? It's like, no, you can't. But you know, <laughs> when, when I, when I showed him how quickly it was to get this professional quality video delivered packed into an email and off to him within minutes of having that phone call mm. to, to thank him, to object to his uh, equipment purchasing decisions and mm. to get him enthusiastic about investing in something that was actually going to give him a very long-term um, result for his mm. business. I, he came back immediately and said, right, let's talk, let's talk Turkey, oh. how much, how are we going to do this? And, and yeah, we're able yeah. to, 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 to close the deal. So mm. it, it does work, you know, it does, mm. it, it is a different way of, of doing business. And I'm talking specifically really now about putting video into emails because firsthand mm. I am a slow typist, I'm a slow thinker, and I know that emails can take, you know, 15 minutes for me to actually compile and, and actually mm. get out the door in this video. Mm is two minutes with a little bit of text and off it goes and you say everything you need to say in a very short period of time. So there's a lot of advantages, just, just that. Really, yeah, really great when prospecting and getting new clients. And if you are a business owner, that's exactly what you're doing. You, you're always promoting your products and promoting your services and doing it by email just seems to have that. <laughs> and, and Arabella, um, you know, there's, look, there's plenty of tips like this from a, how do you get this up and running? How do you leverage and extend the lifespan of video? How do you get things? How do you get more people interested and engaged and prospective buyers buying and things like that? And all those things you can learn and you can, you're quite welcome to hit me up at the next video marketing workshop in May. And we will go through that together and particularly right now in this COVID world of how, to, how you actually can, can use technology and use this new form of communication to be uh, more fruitful in your approach to sales and marketing. And um, so hit me up. Let's get, let's get talking together in a video marketing workshop. And Har Arabella, how, how do people, what's the best way for people to contact you? Uh, go onto my website, resonatecoms.com. So Resonate Communications is our business. And you'll meet me and Catherine, my business manager, who's from the British police, who's fantastic. <laughs> you are a video legend. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank and you. you know, why not? Why not join us on the next uh, up and coming web, uh, episodes? We're super excited to have Bob Green up from the Global Referring Ooh. Networking Group BNI to talk about video meetings that get results because they've had some amazing, amazing uh, transformation happening over there. So stay tuned for that. Video Legend in the Making is available on YouTube and your favorite podcast, iTunes and Spotify. Please take the time to rate and review the show and share your thoughts. Thank you to my show coordinator, Kev Santos. Oh my God. I'm sorry I couldn't go live today. Uh, Brendan Southall for taking the time to help us get this up and running. And thank you, those people listening right now, uh, for taking the time to get educated. And I look forward to seeing you next week on Video Legend. Bye.
We've got no closing video, so we just have to wave it out. <laughs> the end. <laughs>